Welcome back to the pod. We are presented by WinBet. Betting is a team sport. Bet together at WinBet. Eric Allen here down in Mobile, Alabama with Phil Savage, Jets senior executive um, on the football side, of course. Phil, I wanted to ask you, the tagline for the senior bowl is, the draft begins in Mobile. Do you believe that? <laughs> I think for the general public and the media, it probably does. Okay. For sure. Uh, that was a, a tagline that Jim Nagy, the, the executive director who took over the game after I left, uh, came up with. And I think it's really stuck. You know, they've made it a hashtag. And so, you know, this is really the beginning of that journey, that march towards the end of April and the draft. And, you know, for the coaching staffs, in particular, and even some of the, the general managers, you know, they haven't really been able to focus on college football as much. And so this is their intro to 110 or 120 players that are down here to get started uh, on that on that process to the draft. How pumped were you when you heard that the Jets had been asked to coach in this game? And how does that change from a personnel perspective that your staff is actually here with the kids on the field and in the classroom. Yeah, of course, in December, I knew there was a chance that we were going to be at least in the mix to coach the game. And uh, ultimately, when that call came and word began to trickle out to our staff, you know, I think particularly in these COVID times, yeah. it's even more valuable than maybe even in the past because there have been some limitations the last two years in terms of the interaction of our scouts and myself personally, when we go to a college campus, you don't have quite as much access as maybe you did to prior to two years ago. So I think our coaching staff can certainly fill in some blanks that we might have on certain prospects. And of course they're going to going to form their own opinions on some of these prospects. And, you know, that could, it could be, in a positive way for the player, but they're, you know, obviously not every single player we like, right. You know, so yeah. it could be to verify that, okay, there's a reason you guys didn't like this particular prospect. And, you know, we saw that during the week or in the meeting rooms or what have you. So I, I think again, uh, to reemphasize the fact that in these COVID times, I think it's even more valuable than it would have been in, in a normal year prior to 2020. Every day is a new normal, but does the Senior Bowl feel a little bit more normal this year at this point uh, since the pandemic began a couple of years ago? <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say yeah. so. You know, last year, every person that attended the game, staff, coaches, players, everyone was tested. I mean, league-wide every single day. So that's something that has not happened here this year. And, you know, Unfortunately, lower Alabama, we were hit by a series of hurricanes in the fall of, of 2020. Mm -hmm. And I've always said, hey, when the hurricanes came through the front door, coronavirus went out the back. So it's been a little bit more of a, a freer society in this part of the country, for sure, you know, over the last year or so. And, and that has certainly, uh, you know, you guys have felt that being here sure. uh, coming up from from New Jersey down to Mobile. How big of an opportunity is this for you guys ahead with the two top 10 picks, number four, number 10, the four picks in the top 38? You got the nine selections, but the four picks in the top 38, that's the third time since 1970 the Jets have had four picks that early. Well, it's an enormous opportunity for us to really continue to change this roster and upgrade and improve it and, and bring in players that we really want. You know, we're going to get four guys. If we don't do anything, if we don't move up, move down, if we just sat still 
we're going to get four players that we really like. And, um, you know, that's a, that's a huge opportunity for us to improve the team. And I think one thing about the Senior Bowl, you know, these 110 or 120 players that are here, and particularly the 60 or so that are on our side of the ledger, in some ways we'll be able to put those guys to bed right. after this week. So in, in spite of the fact that, okay, you got the combine, your pro days, and you know, those are all pieces of information. But for the most part, I think we'll have a nice book on, on those players that were on the, the national team coached by the New York Jets. So, you know, now that gives us a chance to focus more attention on other players, particularly guys that are going to be at, the, at that top 10 consideration. Right. So, I, you know, there's the tangible benefit of having the hands-on experience with these players, but also the idea that, okay, we don't have to spend as much time researching these guys as we would in a normal year because we know everything about them. Let's focus our attention on some other players over the next couple of months. What did you think about the early returns on investment in that 2021 class? To start with Zach Wilson, of course, Joe trades up for Elijah Vera Tucker. You get Elijah Moore at the top of the second round. Michael Carter, who played in this game last year, ends up leading the Jets in rushing. Uh, Hamza Nasruddin, he played, I think, 12 games. Jamie Sherwood obviously uh, went out early this year, but what great value with the defensive backs. You're talking about Jason Pinnock, who was drafted as a corner. He starts starts at a safety for you late in the year. Uh, Brandon Eccles, two picks. Uh, Michael Carter looks like he's going to be a long-term answer at the nickel position. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think uh... – the, the great news about those particular players is, first of all, they got a lot of experience this year. But secondly, uh, it wasn't just the talent that they brought to the table. And, you know, with some of them, we saw more flashes than consistency. With others, we saw a little bit more consistency. Right. But I think every one of them has a passion for the game, uh, a football mentality, a temperament uh, that it's going to take to be successful. And so, you know, to to build off that draft, I think it as a staff, it gives us some confidence in terms of going into this 2022 draft that, okay, some of the things that we did last year, really we were able to apply it and it worked. And so now that gives us a, a bit of a template moving forward to say, okay, this is what we had success with in 2021. You know, let's, let's, let's go that same direction with some of the guys that we'll see this year. So I think we're definitely encouraged by this last draft and, you know, hopefully we'll just continue to get better in terms of not only our evaluations of the talent, but the evaluations of the, of the people as well. You were in Joe's seat before. How much do you appreciate everybody sticking to the blueprint in terms of we're playing young players. We know there's going to be bumps along the way, but they need these reps because the Jets had more snaps from rookies on offense and defense than anybody in the NFL. Yeah, I think that's a, a real positive sign, and we should all be encouraged by that because there is this game plan, this strategy that's been communicated across the whole organization. So it feels like there's been buy-in from everyone uh, in terms of, okay, there are going to be uh, some ups and downs, and it's not going to be just a straight line. You know, there's going to be a lot of curves in the road. Uh, as we go up this this mountain of the NFL. But I, I do think the idea of it being communicated from ownership all the way through the entire organization that, okay, this is a bit of a reset. Right. And now, you know, we're, we're, we may even take a step backwards 
before we are able to go forward. And I think, you know, those were some growing pains that we had this year. And hopefully a lot of that is in our past. Uh, I know like the Tampa game. So my phrase for that, I said, hey, that was 58 minutes of our future and two minutes of our past. And so, you know, that was a game where, you know, for for the vast majority of that game, we played our best football as a collective team, offense, defense, special teams. We just weren't able to finish it. And, you know, that comes with some inexperience and just not being in that situation before. So, you know, I think the future is bright, particularly if we can really nail free agency in the draft. And I think we have, you know, the full confidence that we can do that. And, you know, there are going to be players out there. We've just got to get the right ones. WinBet is now live in New Jersey, and they're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $500 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117. You know what? I think this week really highlights what this staff, the coaching staff, is all about. Um, the elevations, I think, is a great opportunity, right? You see Rob Calabrese coaching the offense, being the coordinator there. You got Mike Rudenberger, defensive coordinator. Leon Washington, former Jet. He's a special teams coordinator this week. But can you talk about Robert Sala and his staff and the way they work with young players, the connection, and also the focus they have on development while being patient and also bringing the energy? It seems like the perfect staff for what you guys are doing here. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, I've, I've really been impressed with Robert. Uh, his approach you know I, I didn't know him before he was hired at the Jets and I love the fact that he coaches people he really tries to connect with the heart and the head of our players and I knew that when we were named for the senior bowl event I'm like wow this will be a home run for for coach Saul and his staff because you know he had experience here under Gus Bradley who coached the game three years in a row. Uh, actually, during my six years of running the Senior Bowl, uh, Gus had it three years in a row. Robert was part of that staff twice. Right. So he was very familiar with it from that standpoint as a position coach. And then he was here with the Niners, you know, as a coordinator under Kyle Shanahan. And they had a very productive draft in the aftermath of that uh, showing here in Mobile. So I just felt like that, you know, having gone through a season where we played all these rookies and as you pointed out the most snaps of any team in the league that they would you know this would be an extension of the regular season we're just going to keep embracing these young prospects you know try to teach them the right way let them grow and i think that's one of the one of the aspects of this particular week that doesn't get talked about enough you know the media is here for the most part on tuesday right and so a lot of first impressions and narratives are set on these prospects based off one practice when some of these guys haven't been in a football uniform for six weeks or two months. And so what I've always tried to, to emphasize to, to you know, fellow scouts is, hey, just watch Tuesday for what it is, but then see what kind of improvements are made on Wednesday and Thursday, and then who can carry it over to the game on Saturday. And so – you know, I think we'll we'll see that with a lot of these individual players that are here. And, uh, you know, if you're a football coach, you love coaching, whether it's a sixth grader or a six-time pro bowler. And 
when we had our dinner the other night on Wednesday night, you could you could sense the enthusiasm that our guys have really enjoyed it. You know, it, it hasn't been all oh, we got to go do this. It's right. been like, hey, we get a chance to go do this for the betterment of the Jets. So I think we've had the right attitude about it as an organization. I think that's an awesome point about, hey, where a guy is at in his development. Because I think even when people watch college film, they say, well, this is what this guy is. You guys not only have to say, hey, look at his college career. How did he develop there? What did he show us at the Senior Bowl? How did he interview at the Combine? But also project what that person's going to be like after coming into your system. Yeah, and I mean, you know, that's sort of the, that's one of the, the arts of scouting is trying to forecast, you know, how a prospect uh, it's not only going to fit into the league, but fit into your particular team and organization. And again, you know, the idea that our coaches are in the classroom and then going through a walkthrough and then on the field and to see that player try to enact what the coach is teaching him and did he do it or not do it or how long did it take for him to actually process that and put it into action on the field. I mean, those are insights that, you know, you're not going to get unless you're coaching this game. So uh, I think, you know, this week is a, is a little bit of a microcosm of our season in terms of, you know, you're starting with just a lot of raw potential and let's see where it can go over the next, you know, over these three or four days and then, you know, see what happens in the game on Saturday. And, you know, even though it's a team sport, I mean, this is an individual week, let's yeah. face it. I mean, each one of these kids is their own brand and, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a one-on-one -on -one sport and those are the tapes that really get watched the most. And so we'll see if it carries over to Saturday and see how some of these guys perform you know, in, in, the, in their own silo, so to speak. No specific examples, obviously, but what are the meetings like for you guys? And maybe you can touch upon the change schedule because I think they just did it two nights this year, where it's Monday and Thursday. But what are you guys looking for from a prospect? And I know it changes and you tell her questions to the guy, but overall I've really come away after talking to you guys, the personnel staff and the, and the coaches, you guys look for a certain type of mentality in terms of a guy has to really love the game. And people think, oh, yeah, well, either play football and whatever. But you guys are looking at another level. Yeah, I would say, you know, with the interviews, for sure, we – you know, every player that's here already has a number of grades on them. I mean, I think every player here had at least three three exposures. You know, we had three different scouts see them during the season. And so there's a bit of a book on them already. And so what you're hoping for in that interview is that you're, what you've been told by the pro liaison, the strength coach, his assistant coach, maybe even the head coach, uh, it matches up his personality and what they said about him. If it was in a good vein, it matches up with what you're hearing from him and seeing from him. And, you know, there's certain players that, you know, don't get the greatest of reviews. So, you know, you want to dig in and figure out, okay, you know, what, what was it they, they, they didn't necessarily like about that player? What was, you know, some quirkiness in his personality or hey there was an episode in college that needs to be addressed before you know we could sign off on a on a prospect being drafted uh, by the Jets so uh, you know they're only 15 minutes but you can get a lot out of a 15 minute interview and uh, you know as you pointed out you know the love of the game goes beyond what the game's going to give that person what's that person going to invest in the game 
from a physical, mental, emotional standpoint. Uh, you know, obviously some of the best players that, you know, we've been associated with over the years. I mean, I won't say that they would play for free because right. it is professional football, but it wasn't the millions that motivated them. It was that I want to be the best player on the field, you know, at my position. I want to make a, a name for myself. You know, I've got a chip on my shoulder. I was a two-star recruit in high school, overlooked. I blossomed in college. Now I'm being overlooked by in the NFL. I'm a six-round pick. I'm going to prove these people wrong. And so everyone has their own individual motivations. But I do think that, that you can sense, you know, why a guy is wanting to play and, and what is his real motivation, because it, it does have to go beyond the dollars because it's such a long season. If you don't love the game, you, you, you won't last very long. You and Joe have a special relationship because he used to work for you before when he gets hired as GM, he brings you in. Um, what would you tell somebody if they asked you about Joe, what's it like working with him for him? And how do you think just, you know this every day you learn something right if you you start a job for the first time uh, how do you think he he's kind of grown into the position as well yeah i think you know the joe's personality is the is the is the steady the steady hand and i've said that now for since his arrival with the jets is that you know he's not going to be all over the all over the place he's going to be focused he's going to be driven uh, he's not going to let people see as much that something's bothering or that, hey, it's great or, you know, hey, you know, it's not going well. He's going to be a steady Eddie. And uh, I think you have to be that as a general manager. You can let some of your staff and, and the coaches have more emotion. But I think as the GM, you you have to be an example that, OK, it's all about what's next. And. Uh, you know, certainly there have been some challenges. I mean, I, I've told Joe personally, myself, I'm like, Joe, you're experiencing some things with the pandemic, yeah. you know, uh, with the unfortunate death of, of an assistant coach at Greg Knapp. You know, I mean, these are things that are not in the general manager handbook. And he's had to deal with those kinds of things. And, uh, you know, it, I, I think there are times where I think every general manager goes through it in the whole league where you feel like you've been in football your whole life. And now you feel like it's everything except the actual essence of the game. And I, I think that Joe's been able to keep his focus on the on the ball, on football, because that's really what the bottom line is, is is the actual game. And, um, you know, I think Joe has, a you know, an excellent touch with you know, the staff and the organization, he's, he's found the right balance for himself. And, uh, you know, I know that he's, he's extremely thirsty for success. Yeah. And, you know, that drive is, is in there for us to be a successful team. He's got a lot of, a lot of pride. He'll never say it, but he's got a lot of pride in who he is and what he represents and what, what he wants to do for this franchise. Speaking of drive, let's end there. Um, you mentioned Joe and his thirst for success. How much do you still love this? You've been doing it for a long time. You, you got a lot of passion. I, I, I can I can sense it coming through. Like you, you're already thinking uh, about that 22 draft and and who you're going to be at. <laughs> yeah, you know I I I love the game, uh, 
it's it's a great game. It's a brutal business at times. You know, Eric, when I started off as a grad assistant at the University of Alabama in 1987, uh, Bill Curry was our coach, and he asked us to turn in what our goals were, immediate and long-term. And my immediate goal was to become a full-time assistant at a college. Yeah. My secondary goal is to become a coordinator at a small school because I'm a Division three guy. I went to the Swanee, the yeah. University of the yeah. South. And <laughs> so I want to be a coordinator or head coach at a D3 small school. And then I want to go into athletic administration after that. that was, that's, and I, I still have that sheet of paper at my desk. Because in my, you know, um, in my limited scope of what my future could perhaps be, those were the goals. And so when I walk around the streets of Mobile in my hometown and think back about all the different uh, jobs and situations and people that I've worked with over the years and the successes and the defeats and like as a seven or eight year old kid going to the senior bowl in 1973 and watching Chuck Forbin and, you know, uh, Ron Jaworski throw it around. If someone would have said, Hey, this is what's going to happen with your football life. I would have signed up for that a thousand times in a row, you know, so I've been very fortunate. I do. I do love scouting. You know, I started off in coaching. I moved to scouting and, and I enjoyed the, the idea of being able to travel, see the country, and try to figure out if a guy is good enough to not only come into the NFL, but can he be successful for our team? And, uh, you know, I still, I still, I love that aspect. I love going to games. You know, I went to like 22 games this fall. I mean, I love going to games. I love the excitement of it. And then, you know, seeing the players in person, uh, up close, you know, John Wooten used to say, had a phrase, hey, you got to smell their breath. Yeah. I still like going on campus and going to games, smelling their breath and figuring out, can they help the New York Jets? That's awesome. Appreciate your time. Unbelievably right. gracious as always, buddy. All right, Eric. Hope you guys have enjoyed your time down here. WinBet is now live in New Jersey, and they're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. They have what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to start winning. WinBet, an official sportsbook and gaming partner of the New York Jets. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117.